You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So let's go to our man, Alan Bell, out in Tennessee. Sportsline is where you could find him. He joins us now on the BetMGM Rewards Hotline. And Alan... That's exactly where we're going to start. We got to talk some college ball and we got to talk about Tennessee. Big game this weekend. And I was actually a little surprised about the spread, but I don't think I would take Florida in this spot. I like this Tennessee team. I like Hendon Hooker, but 10 and a half point favorites. Peyton Manning wasn't able to beat the Gators. Is Hooker going to be able to this weekend? And do you agree with that number? 10 and a half, total 62 and a half. Man, it's a ton, right? First off, glad to be with you guys, man. I appreciate it. Um, Let me say this, man. Like, just looking at the two teams, Tennessee is much better offensively. Tennessee's better defensively. Tennessee's better on special teams. That being said, I've seen this game my entire life. Like, Florida owns Tennessee mentally, physically. Like, they've won 16 of the last 17. This streak goes back a long time. For any new betters out there, this is going to be a crazy game. It is every year, and the ball just bounces Florida's way. They just seem to own this game. So it's a lot of points. I'll say this. I think your best plan of attack, all right, is to play the first quarter, Tennessee minus three, play the first quarter over 13 and a half. After that, craziness is going to happen. But these are generally pretty consistent first quarters for Tennessee. They score a lot of points early. Play it that way. I like that. I like that. That's good. Yeah, Florida, I like them at plus 10 and a half, just like you said. I mean, they're, yep. they won 16 in the last 17 in a rivalry game. I just feel like that's too many points. Alan, a weird one this weekend, man. Notre Dame and North Carolina, right? I mean, Notre Dame, what a disaster they've really been to start the season. North Carolina, same story with them. They score a bunch of points. They give up a bunch of points. They're favored by one and a half this weekend in Chapel Hill. The total is 54 and a half. This is a total stay away for me, but do you have a lean of maybe where you're going in this one? Yeah, like I'm with you. Like I, there's, there's nothing I feel confident about in this game, right? I, I honestly think this is one of those games to where whoever's playing at home probably wins and probably covers because it's one and a half points, right? Like, I really think that it's that way. Um, I could see this being, uh, like, I don't even want to mess with the total. Like, I've in my head, I think, like, the under sounds good. But then again, North Carolina games get crazy because they're not that great on defense. Like, they'll give up points, too. So I'm going to stay away from the total, uh, I, I would probably ride North Carolina money line and just go with it, right? And if it were being, you know, if it were played in South Bend, I'd probably do the opposite way and go Notre Dame money line. I, I think that's probably your best approach. Oh, Alan, I know I'm a lunatic, but my favorite play, and I bought the seven, and I'm not against that in the certain in certain situations, man. Oregon State at home against USC. I have bet against USC all three games this season, and I'm on three against them. But man, I mean, they don't play a whole lot of defense, but they got they're so lucky. With the turnovers, I mean, Stanford a couple weeks back, man, they keep driving. They're in the red zone four times, two goal line fumbles. 
uh, with Emmett Smith's son. What would you do in this game? Uh, do you think I'm on the right side, or would you keep rolling with USC? They look damn good offensively. Man, they do look good offensively, right? Um, the thing, you're right. Like, Corvallis is a tough place to play. It gets weird. Games get weird. You know, and we've seen a lot of good teams in the Pac-12 over the years go down in Corvallis. It's a hard place to play. Look, I, at seven, I like it. Like, the way that you're going about it. You go six and a half with USC, I like that too. Like, I don't hate the play. Um, I think you're strictly playing a number here. So, if you can get seven, seven and a half, go Oregon State because it's probably going to come right down to that. Alan, talk to me about this. Oh, go ahead, Alan. Sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, you're right. It's a, it's going to be – that's another, like, going to be a weird game yeah. for sure. No Keep doubt. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. I was going to ask you, A&M and Arkansas, this is also – I mean, it could be another weird one. And I feel like a lot of people think Arkansas might be the better team, even though they're plus two and a half in this game. I do worry a little bit that they have Bama next week, and you can't help but maybe look ahead to that. A&M's offense continues to struggle yet again under Jimbo Fisher. What are you doing in this game between the Aggies and the Hogs? Aggies minus two and a half, over under 49. Yep, you know what? I think you just nailed it right there. Honestly, I think think, uh, Arkansas is probably looking ahead just a little bit. Just a little bit to Alabama, and that's all that it takes. And look, understand, you know, that big win that A&M had last weekend, that was the first game that Matt Johnson was playing, you know, under Jimbo Fisher. Uh, Fisher had said that they, you know, that he benched the previous quarterback because he wanted him to be more conservative, right? That being said, they also had a lot of wide receivers out of that game that was announced, like, right before it, right? So I'm, I'm going A&M. Like, I think that Jimbo Fisher got the point after that loss uh, to Appalachian State that, you know what? Like, dude, I know you have an $80 million buyout, but we've got Exxon money out here, and we don't care about $80 million. We'll get rid of you, right? Like, I think his back is against the wall completely, and if you're giving me a number that's under three, yeah, I'll take it. And, look, that's nothing against Arkansas. I like Sam Pittman. I like this team. They're aggressive. But I think Texas A&M, like, they just know what time it is. Uh, and once you replace the quarterback, like, that means everyone else can be replaced too. So, yeah, I'll take A&M here. Uh, Alan, before we move on to the NFL, anything else you like in college football that you played or maybe you're waiting for the right number on? Yeah, so we've got what? Rutgers and Iowa, right? Oh, yeah. The big so, one. Yeah, huge one, right? I'll <laughs> say this. All right, Rutgers, they didn't even score a touchdown against Temple last week, who might be the worst team in college football. They didn't score an offensive touchdown. They had a pick six. Iowa, I would play Rutgers, like team total, uh, first half, under six and a half. And I know it sounds crazy, but – Iowa hasn't given up more than seven points in the first half, I believe, in like seven straight games, right? Like, I don't, I don't see Rutgers offense going anywhere in this one. Um, I, I think that you're going to see a lot, like, a lot of no points for Rutgers in that one. Also, um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I have in Costa It's yeah. one of those weeks, man, but I like that. I know the over-under in that game is 34. It's just so gross. Uh, I don't think we've seen yeah. a total that low since, like, 2015. On to the NFL, AB. I've asked this to all our guests. You're the fourth and final one of the show today. Survivor Pools yep. this week, man. It is a tough week. You look at this slate. There's no spread that's larger than seven points. Ryan and I have been discussing it all week, all show. We're going back and forth on what teams we like this week. Who is your money line lock in week three of the NFL if you had to choose one? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a money line and a spread. I'll give it all to you in one Love game. it. Love all it. Right? The, be- the best bet this week is the Chargers minus seven against the Jaguars. All right? The Jaguars are coming off 
a nice win against Indianapolis, right? They're going all the way across the country. And look, I've watched the Jaguars for a long time here in Tennessee in the AFC South. The Jaguars can bite you in backdoor covers because they're always playing from behind and they're always throwing the ball. That being said, their only problem with them doing that is when they're playing a team that just keeps scoring points. Like, they cannot keep up with teams like that. I think the Chargers see a nice get-right game at home um, and just continue to just put points all over the board. The Jaguars might score 24, but the Chargers will put up 40, right? Like, the Jags defense is bad. So, uh, yeah, uh, give me the Chargers here. I think that's your best play of the weekend. Uh, Alan, one game where we're seeing a little bit of line movement now up to two and a half. The Raiders, two and a half point favorites on the road in Tennessee. What are we doing here? The Titans 0-2, Raiders 0-2. The Raiders, I guess, have looked better, although defensively they're still kind of a mess. Uh, And Hunter Renfro needs to stop fumbling the football. Total 45 and a half. Does Tennessee pick up their first victory at home this weekend? No, they don't. And look, the Raiders, you know, I know that that loss was bad, you know, to Arizona, but it's not like they didn't score points. The Titans can't score points. Like, their offense is a mess. Taylor Lewan is out. He's the last remaining piece of any semblance of actual NFL players on this offensive line. It's horrific. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is going to be under duress all game. They can't throw the ball beyond seven yards because he has no time. And what the Titans didn't realize is when you trade A.J. Brown, you might as well have traded Derrick Henry because now you can't use him. He's a Christmas toy without batteries because you're playing from behind the entire game and he doesn't play on third down because he can't pass block, right? Take the Raiders because both teams need the win. The Raiders are a much better team. Yeah, go with Oakland. Or Oakland, Las Vegas. I still call them Oakland, too. I still call the Chargers San yeah. Diego. It's just, you know. I yeah. AB, little yeah. game of would you rather. We got two games with a six-point spread. Would you rather take Buffalo minus six on the road in Miami, or would you rather take Minnesota minus six at home against the Lions? Ooh, uh, give me Buffalo. Okay. Um, because Josh Allen has had massive success against the Dolphins. I'll also say this. I think... Like, usually when we see two really good offensive teams, like the, the Bills and the Dolphins, like, you want to take the over, take the under, because you're going to see long, sustained drives throughout the entire game, and it just doesn't give each team enough time to rack up, rack up, rack up. But that being said, if you're giving me Buffalo with six, I don't care who they're playing. Like, you could put an all-star team together. This team is unbelievable. If you had to bet tomorrow night's game, and maybe you have a bet, maybe you have a prop. I mean, I'm looking at BetMGM right now. Nick Chubb to score a touchdown, Browns to cover, and less than 39 total points to be scored, plus 550. I would not play that. Anything that you would do in this game, I know it's not the uh, mo- it's not the sexiest matchup we're going to get on Thursday night, especially with the first two matchups. But the Browns, four-and-a-half-point favorites, total 38-and-a-half. What would you do in this game? What would you target? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I would target a couple plays here. I'd take the Browns to cover. Um, I would take Mitch mm-hmm. Trubisky to throw an interception over half an interception, like minus 110. All right. And I'll give you a nugget. All right. Since 2017, when the Steelers drafted TJ Watt, he's missed five games. The Steelers have lost all five of those games. They've never won a game when TJ Watt is not playing for them since 2017. And I think it goes to six. Give me the Browns because they need to win two and they can score way more points. Their ceiling's much higher. Uh, than Pittsburgh. And I love the Steelers. Don't get me wrong. I will never, ever say a bad thing about them, Mike Tomlin, any of them. But this is not a good matchup for them. Yeah, it's a good nugget. Could be our final matchup of Rodgers and Brady. Packers at Bucks this weekend. Money coming in on the pack. Tampa now just minus one, and they're a minus 120 on the money line. The total for a Brady-Rodgers game is 41 
and a half. This is a marquee game of the week, AB. A lot of question marks on both sides. A lot of injury question marks as well surrounding this game. You have a feeling what to do in Packers Bucks? Yeah, I think the Packers are a better team. Um, I, I think that Aaron Rodgers is, is the much better quarterback, and I love you know Tom Brady. But um, the Packers, not only with that, like their run game is explosive, right? Like they can hit you quickly. Uh, the Bucks take time, man. They're just they're just a little bit of an older team, and especially with the wide receivers that are out. Uh, Brady's just not going to have as much help. I'd take the Packers to cover. I'd play the over, too. Like, I think the Packers are going to put up a pretty decent amount of points. And you know Brady and the Bucks will a little bit. But, yeah, I, I like the Packers here. I like the over on that low total. Hey, well, we got about two minutes. In your opinion, who do you think the team in the AFC that would give the Bills the best fight is? Obviously, it's early out in the season. We've only seen two games, and everybody's healthy right now. Injuries are a big part of NFL football. Who do you like in the AFC, though, man? Is it still the Chiefs, or is there is there a sleeper team, maybe? No, there's really not. Yeah. I mean, at least right now, like, I think the Chiefs are. I think the Dolphins are. Like, you know, we're going to see about them, um, you know, and that's only the first of two games that we'll see. But no, man, like, other than that, like, the AFC is pretty timid. Like, the, the, there's just not that many, you know, great teams. There might be by the end of the year, right, because it's a long season. But, yeah, if you ask that question right now, Chiefs, Dolphins, like, I, I, don't, I don't know if anybody else in the AFC can keep up. Like, I, I, I just don't know. Like, the, yeah. they score so many points, and they're so efficient. Like, it's just difficult to do, man. And, like, you look at, like, the, the defensive, like, stat numbers. The Rams had, like, the worst, uh, you know, defensive pass, you know, whatever you want to call it, in week one in the NFL. The Titans had in week two. Like, they're putting up historic efficiency numbers. Uh, it's just incredible. Thanks so much, man. Good luck with your picks this weekend. Man, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, too. Best of luck. Yep. Thanks, Alan Bell right there. That's our guy, Sportsline. He joined us on the BetMGM Rewards Hotline. Every time you make a wager over at BetMGM, you're in BetMGM Reward Points. That could be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens or converted to MGM Reward Points that could be used towards dining, I'm starving, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts.